Hi, and welcome to Does This Make Me Look Old? A podcast about aging as gracefully as possible when you're just not ready. We're two 40-something-year-old friends who find themselves kind of straddling that really odd period of time when aging and everything that it's associated with is starting to become a much bigger part of our lives. We're definitely curious, but at the same time, rather terrified about aging. I'm Shiv. I'm a health science nerd and pop culture fiend. And I'm Sim, an adult in waiting, obsessed with finance and self-help books. We're going to be talking about the stereotypes of aging and how they affect us. And we'll also be doing some deeper dives um, into some interesting topics, such as what it's like to get old in the society, dating when you're older, and scientific advancements in anti-aging products, and even evolution and scientific thinking around aging. And throughout it all, we chat, rant, laugh about our adulting mishaps, of which there are so, so, so many. So join us as we navigate our second quarter life crisis. Hi, welcome back to Does This Make Me Look Old, a podcast around aging. So today I wanted to actually talk about a very interesting phenomenon I noticed on a a weekend that Sim and I spent in the company of our friends celebrating Actually, was it a milestone? It was a milestone for one of our friends, but anyway, but you know. Was it? It was. It was. Oh. I know. We all, we all forgot, but yeah, it was technically a milestone, milestone birthday for one of our friends. Oh dear. (laughs) Oh gosh. But Um, anyway, so because of the pandemic, we had to have this kind of joint birthday party just so that, uh, you know, to minimize the social distance, like to minimize the number of social events that we would have to have and in our group of friends we uh we have we all have mind you that's our entire circle anyway (laughs) (laughs) but yes we still do make sure that we take a lot of time apart and it's always socially distant yeah exactly so we actually decided to have like a combined birthday party um for a number of us because we all have birthdays around the same time and uh yeah it brought up some very interesting feelings around aging and so i just wanted to chat about that because you know that people do have this kind of discomfort around aging but it really comes up when you start thinking about how old you're getting and and I think that at this function we all you know took a moment to realize that yeah we're getting older and um, what that means to us and different people really had different feelings around it and takes on those things I think that's what surprised me was the nuances and, yes. uh, of like, I don't know, it was almost like a political discussion, you know, where, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, here's where I stand on topic X. Yeah. But on this other issue, yeah. I'm a lot more, you know, yeah, open to certain ideas. And yeah, um, like, what did we cover? We covered so many different things. We covered from menopause, yeah. which none of us are hopefully going through right now. <laughs> We're all heading there soon, <laughs> and we'll have to be thinking about that. Are we? Yeah, top. It will end up, and yeah. So, pin in it. We'll probably end up putting. We'll probably end up discussing that in a later topic. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm not acknowledging that <laughs> if I don't have to. Okay, so that's what's something that happens to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sim is going to live in her delusional bubble. That's fine. <laughs> that's always that's always fine. Leave me be. But no. <laughs> but yeah, like we talked about. Um, how our parents should be behaving, yeah. uh, dyeing our hair, um, physical changes, um, being sexy at a certain age or stopping sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like stopping like when and how you can be sexy yeah. at what age. 
I, I was just surprised. At are, yeah, like what I was interested, or what I found interesting was like the internal policing that we have around aging and how it's different for different people. Like, um, yeah, I just found that, I find that curious. Oh gosh. But okay. So I have to ask though. Yeah. Which one stood out? Like which topic got to you the most? Oh my, uh, that's an interesting thing. I think what, I think it's, I think it's kind of fascinating how some people view certain ages and the actions that you can and can't do. Like there's at a dis- ages. Yeah. 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 I, I, at the, are you talking about the clothes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I, well, and, like, yeah. And like, cause I think I had brought it up because, um, well, I mean, who knows? Part of it, part of it just might be just because I I have Peter Pan syndrome and I don't want to <laughs> acknowledge that I'm aging. So, for example, I had brought up the fact that I don't like it when you know you go online and certain blogs or mag like or magazine articles. I talk about how you should wear your makeup in a certain way, and like what I had brought up was that you know, glitter is a no-no when you're over 40 or whatever it is. I I had brought that up as a way that like women police other women uh-huh. on what they can and can't do at certain ages. But you know, yeah, but then that brought up some interesting ideas around what women can wear at certain ages, when be, when women when women are allowed to be sexy, when they're not. <laughs> and I think that uh yeah, that one actually got to me too, you yeah. know, in a way, like it got me thinking because, I mean, we've all done that, right? Yeah. Like oh, you yeah. sort of see someone and you're like, oh, what is she wearing? Yeah. Or why is she wearing that at her age? Yeah. Um, and you're right. It is an internal policing that we sort of implement for ourselves and for others. Yeah. And I think it's the for others that I, I realize that I don't want to yeah. think that way yeah. necessarily because it's like if you actually can carry it off. What difference does it make what age you wear? Exactly. At? Yeah, and I think that, and the other thing that I find problematic is that I think we all have it. There's this internal ageism that we all have, or mm-hmm. we've been taught to have, yeah. and that we use it to police. Don't not- wear red lipstick yeah. if you're 75. Exactly. Or, or like, well, I mean, it's, it, but it kind of goes back to like these weird rules, right? Like, don't wear white after Labor Day. Like, why? Like, it, it doesn't make that rules been destroyed oh, right? yeah. but see that's what i mean but it used to be a rule right like people could not wear white after labor day for some bizarre reason and people followed it but yeah and like since then it's been destroyed so i don't understand why it can't be destroyed for aging right like for pe- women at 40 women at 50 and and the other thing is that i find interesting is that it's always women why is it always women like why can't men how, how come this discussion doesn't happen around men are there any rules for older men, really? No. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of any. I mean, I'm sure there must be. Maybe the, maybe men have. A, we should actually have some guy on the show, on yeah. the show and sort of ask them, like, yeah. do you guys have, you know, these kind of discussions yeah. ever? Or well, the interesting thing stereotypes is... Stereotypes about... Yeah. So the interesting thing is, and I actually have, like, this... Um, it's not really a subscription, but, like, I get this newsletter to um, a men's magazine, and... I know, I know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, you learned something new about me. <laughs> the Why? Way, because they had an inter- 
interesting article. They always have interesting articles on travel, but it's always geared to like a more male. Um, Why I'm, women don't travel? I, this is what I'm saying. You, you don't realize this, do you? But it's true. They market traveling differently to men versus women. And, what? Yeah, and the reason. So I looked at this travel article and I was like, I'm interested in this. So I just subscribed to the. I just subscribed to the newsletter. So now I get all of these articles that are geared towards men. And honestly, I don't see the same policing around men's behavior than I see in the women's articles, which I find fascinating. And so I feel that there is a certain misogyny around age. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because that term that you use, the policing, I think that's what's troubling about the whole thing is the fact that it has such a negative connotation, both for the people who are being policed, mm-hmm. as well as the people who are policing. Exactly. Right? Because what does it say about both groups? Yeah. That, you know, one group is quote unquote behaving badly and the other group is judging them. Yeah. And so it's it's not a pretty conversation. No. No, exactly. And and the thing is, is that like at that get together, I just, I was trying to think of ways in which I have internalized this kind of misogyny, internalized this kind of ra- like, not racism, but like ageism around in my life. And like, oh, yeah, right. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because I'm, I'm sure like I'm sure many times when I was younger or even probably even now like you you look you do look at other people and go oh my god who do they think they are why are they wearing this why are they wearing that but then at the but then at the end of the day if this is what makes people happy if this is what they need to get through the day like more power to them they should they should do what makes them feel confident like as long if you're not hurting anybody have at it (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's ideal though but but it doesn't sort of address like how how do you then support those conversations or how do you have that not support how do you have those conversations yeah say the common stereotype is like you know if you're 85 don't be wearing a mini skirt and a tank top yeah you know <gasps> so many articles around that sorry i have to digress but like yeah women's women's articles around that drive me insane if you are 85 and you look hot in a mini skirt fucking wear that mini skirt i don't understand the problem like what anyway. does age have to do with it exactly let's just be luxist about it <laughs> <laughs> so if you look good that's okay <laughs> You're right. I, point taken. I am being. I am being well, luxist. It's not a word, but it should be because I feel like good-looking people get away with everything in life. This is true. If you're gonna murder somebody, you better be hot. Oh God, that's not even funny, and yet I'm laughing. Oh my God, that actually, I'm going to digress. That actually terrifies me because did you watch the Ted Bundy documentary on Netflix? No, I didn't. And it is the fact that he's quote unquote considered good looking. Yeah. That he was able to get away with it for so long because girls, he would go up to random women to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. And And it was just like, he's good looking. He must be safe. He must be a nice guy. (laughs) Oh Oh God, God. it's terrible. Girls. Terrible. Girls do not get sucked in. Ever. Yeah. So luckily this podcast is about aging. So we'll just focus on the aging component (laughs) and disregard (laughs) that, you know, we're luxists. (laughs) It's like not even a real word. (laughs) What's the right word for this? I don't know. Shallow? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you're 
joking. It's okay. You can wear whatever you want. Um, but you know, it is true though. Like I think, it's, and you know, like I mean, we're joking. But the thing is, I think it comes down to having confidence. Yeah. in what you're wearing and i think that if you're comfortable not confidence as an arrogance but mm-hmm. a true inner confidence that comes from knowing who you are and being okay with it yeah. you know and and i think that in some cases it's okay um not in some cases in most in all cases yeah. actually i should say it's okay to be you know wearing a mini skirt and a tank top if that's what you want to for sure uh, i mean men wear what speedos still yeah when exactly 80? yeah even like... though technically if we're gonna go down that route of what you should and should not wear <laughs> definitely do not wear that if you're 80 <laughs> see and don't wear it at 20 um i'm sorry it doesn't matter speedos don't look good on anyone it doesn't matter no. exactly it does no. not matter um, do not wear them <laughs> That's just a... Now we're being speedoist. <laughs> it's just awful. <laughs> oh, this is... I think this is why I laugh about... Uh, like, I, I wanted to start this. It's because, like, we're not consistent, right? Like, in, in this whole aging process. And, and what we... How we apply it in our own lives. How it, we apply it to others. And, yeah. and I think that night, that's what stood out to me. Is that there were five of us. And between the five of us, it was almost fluid in the way like we kept coming back to a topic and then sort of taking different sides mm-hmm. but like you know like it's not like one person took a consistent side every time yeah and it was just interesting because you could sort of almost hear the wheels turning in everyone's head as they're trying to figure out their own path yeah or their own attitude towards aging towards right? aging yeah. right and it was like with a sense of almost wonder like I remember when we were talking about a uh, hair dyeing yeah and and that was cute in a way like because <laughs> it was kind of like you know, because I remember the first time I saw a gray hair, I, you know, I think it was like a year and a year and a half ago. Yeah, I hate you. Yeah. Sorry, I hate her because I went gray at like 20. No, I didn't go fully gray, but I started getting gray hairs at 25. So <laughs> all, I, all I remember <laughs> is the sense of shock that yeah. I felt. But it wasn't until this pandemic that I started noticing more and more. Yeah. And I literally had a meltdown. <laughs> I, I fully I fully understand because like I remember actually I'm pretty sure mine was like karma induced because I had this roommate who was older than me by a couple of years and he he was growing gray at like 20 ish early 20s and I would laugh at him I'd be like haha you're going gray and then a few years later it hit me <laughs> <laughs> it karma's a bitch man karma is a bitch <laughs> Um, but you know, but what's funny is until I actually freaked out about it, yeah, I won't lie. I actually wanted to be like Morticia or Ooh, or yes. Lily yeah, Munster yeah. Yeah. or um, Rogue from X-Men. Yes, from X-Men. Yeah, yeah. I kind of embrace it where you just embrace the like, white. I, I just wanted that. Yeah. Like I wanted that Stacy, you know, yeah. from What Not to Wear. Like yeah. I loved it. Like yeah. I always thought that was so cool and that... I, I felt that, you know, if I start going gray, I'm just going to go with the salt and pepper look. Yeah. And I'm not so sure I'm going to be able to do that oh, yeah. <laughs> now because I literally dyed my hair the other day yeah. uh, in the summer for the first time to hide my gray. Yeah. And I did not ever think that I was going to do it. Wow. And so it was a moment of deep self-reflection <laughs> about what a shallow person 
I am. But then I was thinking, and then that pissed me off because I was like, well, what the fuck am I being shallow? Like, what is shallow about this? Like, anyway, never mind. I'm not making <laughs> sense, but I think that's that shows you how traumatized I yeah. was by the gray well, hair. No, but it's interesting. No, I, I do know what you mean, though, because, like, I've been done. Obviously, since I've gone, you know, since I've had gray hair, I have been dyeing my hair. Um, and... Uh, so on the one hand, I'm all like, let me hide my grays. But on the other hand, I'm like, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be ageist. That's so, it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's a very, it's an interesting dichotomy that you can have in your own mind, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and the thing is, is that like, even though I don't believe in ageism, I probably will be dyeing my hair until I die. So, <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's just, it is what it is. Like, it's just interesting. And, and I think that's what I was struggling with yeah. the fact is that I mean I think part of me always knew that I wouldn't be aging gracefully mm. I mean you just have to know me to know that <laughs> uh, a part of me also thinks that I shouldn't have to age gracefully because there shouldn't be one way to age no, <laughs> you know? exactly. I mean yeah. you're gonna die anyway yeah and you're gonna get old anyway yeah so I just don't understand why there has to be quote-unquote a way to do it yeah so when I think that way you're right I'm always also like you know what fuck it like dye your hair don't dye your hair dye it seven different colors it's all good yeah but then again <laughs> well I mean you know I also want to be comfortable in my own skin yes to sort of say meh you know yeah I yeah. don't need to dye my hair yeah but there is that whole movement right where people are embracing their 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 gray hair and um you know more power to them like I love it, that actually yeah it's it's amazing like and these women I've, I've seen the Instagram pictures and they they look so amazing and I just wish I had that confidence to just be like yeah I'm gonna go gray so this brings me to my next question, though. Yeah. How do we get that confidence? How do we build on it? For ourselves. We're not even, I'm not even asking for, like, anyone else. Yeah. Like, I'm literally asking your opinion on... <laughs> on the podcast. On the podcast. <laughs> because I've been struggling with that recently. Mm. Mm. And in fact, actually, after that night, the conversation... Yeah. Like, just... Like, you know, we talked about what the right age is, you know, like, to be sexy or find someone or like whatever, right? Yeah. Like all those different topics came up and yeah. being single as fuck right now. <laughs> single AF, I guess I should say it. But anyway, you know, I did have that moment of panic and, and in that conversation yeah. because I was like, oh my God, like if I'm supposed to shut down and not be sexy and not be this and follow the laid out path that yeah. is being set up in front of me of how I should be behaving, um, then, then what, what if, what if I don't find someone and, and, but then part of that is you realize it's, it's conditioned by the fact that I think that only young people get other like partners easily. Yeah. And that's right? not true. And that's right? not true that's at not all. True. And okay. And, yeah. and, the, and the one thing, the one thing that I do want to put a caveat on is this idea that the minute you hit menopause, suddenly you're not sexy anymore. Like that, I, I find that... Or you don't have the right to be sexy. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Which I, I think like, yeah, and it was brought up, it was brought up at that, you know, at that, at that conversation. Okay, first of all, there are many ways to be sexy. It doesn't have to be looks alone. It doesn't have to be a certain type of clothes. No, it has... It, 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 it has nothing, nothing to do with those with things. appearance, yeah. yes. Like, sexiness does have, doesn't actually have anything to do with appearance. It's all about 
projecting confidence and just being secure in who you are. Like there are some people who, I mean, by the standard, the standards of Hollywood's appearance, what am I trying to say? Like basically like if on the Hollywood meter you like ranked somebody, Mm -hmm. they would not rank very highly, but because of their personality, they are considered sexy, right? Yeah. And so so this is what I have an issue with. Like I I don't see why age has anything to do with sexiness. Like you can be sexy at 20, you can be sexy at 40, you can be sexy at 100. Like if you're like me, you never get to that stage. <laughs> I wasn't sexy at 20 and I'm definitely not sexy at 40. So yeah, and, and like I don't think it's um like I don't think that it's something that's owned by youth necessarily. And But isn't it funny how society thinks it is though? Yeah, no that but that's what we've been fed. We've been fed that sexiness is um, and there's an expectation that you shouldn't act a certain way or be sexy. Yeah. But like, but then you, you there's so many people where you can just there's so many examples where people are sexy at older ages. Like I mean, like Jane Fonda <sighs> is fucking hot. Like Oh my god. Helen yes. Mirren? Like I mean Okay, Helen Mirren, I think, is perfection. <laughs> <laughs> or even Emma Thompson, right? Like I think she's sexy. Yeah. Like there's such a badass. Yeah, way. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And like honest, like obviously a lot of it has to do with looks. They are attractive women. They have always been attractive. But then some of it is just their confidence, their personality. But do you think it's because they're attractive that they have that confidence? That's entirely possible. Right? Yeah. No. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of like, you know, certain examples where they are old. Nancy Pelosi's super sexy. Oh, that's true. I don't know what she looked like when she was younger. Yeah. But I like, I still can't get that image of her coming out of the White House in that orange coat. And I'm like, Whoa. with a popped collar, with a popped collar <laughs> and her sunglasses. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I think she's like 80. That's crazy. I had no idea that I, Nancy Pelosi was I, in her 80s. Yeah. And, and actually, we'll have to come back to that. Okay. The reason I find, found that out. Okay. Um, but that's also, but it's the other side for men. But okay. anyway, I think the point is, that moment, I was like, oh, wow. Are you thinking about Joe Biden? Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah. We have we have this discussion offline where I was just like, why is there ageism around Joe Biden and his like... <laughs> anyway, so, we'll so, so back to Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. I was stunned because, I mean, you know, like she always... I think she always looked graceful. I don't follow her politics much, so I don't actually know what she stands for and what she doesn't stand for, um, you know, but just from a pure aesthetic perspective, mm-hmm. that time like when she basically was you know speaking up against um whatever and you know like against like the, against trump and the republicans yes yes, yes yes yeah there was that whole hullabaloo about her orange coat and and that image though of that moment i was like holy crap like this is like you are such a cool person yeah and i felt like and then all of a sudden i think that she looked like strong and sexy and powerful and you yeah. know and fun yeah. <laughs> all at the same time yeah. you know and so uh, and then of course that gets compounded by the fact when you realize she's 80 yeah where that's... you're like holy crap me and my prejudice because i didn't think 80 year women or men yeah. could look like that yeah you know or act like that yeah. you know yeah. and then that is and the reason i was researching her age was because um, I wasn't researching her age. I was actually looking up Joe Biden yeah. and reading up, you know, about how he's going to be the oldest president um, 
next year. And I was surprised because I, in that article, they were like basically talking about, you know, the different people at what age they became presidents or powerful or whatever. Yeah. And that's where they mentioned that Nancy Pelosi was 80. Wow. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think I find it very disturbing that in the entire like in in all of the campaigning, that age is even a factor. I mean, okay, like, yes, certain aspects of age can, you know, that can, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, can impact mm-hmm. leading. So, for example, you know, we all know now, like, Reagan had Alzheimer's while he was president. And yes, Alzheimer's is associated with aging, but that does not mean that all old people have Alzheimer's. And so, you know, if it, like, if it, if somebody who is by all intents and purposes, and for all we know, like completely copus mentis, like Joe Biden is, I don't understand why we are bringing age into it at all. No, and, but, but isn't, the thing, though, is I think people are saying that, oh, what if he doesn't survive? <laughs> but then that's why you have a vice president, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I mean, like, come on. I'm just surprised that Trump actually made it through four years of his insane presidency. I thought he was going <laughs> to drop over from a heart attack, like, any minute. And yet he continued to keep going. No one seemed to think that, like, Trump was an issue. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> During his campaign, he brought up that Hillary was old. And Hillary was not older than him. Did he really? He did. Wait. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not even joking. Yeah, he had actually brought up that Hillary... I think Hillary had pneumonia while she was campaigning. And she, you know, had to take some time off in order to deal with freaking pneumonia. And then, then he brought up how frail and fragile she was as an older woman. And really, did you want somebody as president if, if she was going to be if she was going oh, to be Don't get old? me started on this. I still do not understand this last few years. <laughs> When it comes to American politics, I really don't understand it. I call it the darkest timeline. <laughs> hey, we're not even American, so. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, going back to the topic of aging, you're right. Like, okay, so that's an example of like how women are held to a different standard. And and in Joe Biden's case also, yes, he got yes. held, held to mean, it. But Joe Biden gets held to it at 78. And like Hillary is much younger than him. That's and yet true. it's brought up, you know? And I think that like that's the inherent misogyny that is in some some ageism, right? Like, yeah, it's no, just... 100%. Anyway, sorry. I could, I could go on for this for hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then actually that brings me to another topic that I found very interesting, what you were saying, which is when you were saying that like with regard to like Jane Fonda and Helen Mirren mm-hmm. and with regard to the fact that they are confident because they were they, pretty, they were attractive and they still are and they still are. It's yeah. true. And I mean, I think there is something to that. Like, I think that, um, how you were treated when you were younger has an impact on how you feel when you're older. Right. Like, I think mm-hmm. that, I think that, Really, like, if your confidence is fostered at an earlier age, do you think that it's possible that you're more, like, you, you gain more confidence as you get older because you come you come from a higher point of self-esteem when you're younger? Which, which then goes to the fact, like, which then brings up the fact, or not brings up the fact, but brings up the topic of, like, really, we should be, we should be instilling self-confidence in our youth. Like, I think that... To play devil's advocate, though. Yeah. 
don't you think that some of the helicopter parents of today's generation, that you read all these articles, I don't know, I don't have kids, but, <laughs> um, but I read about, I read about these articles, like basically how, um, you know, there's a prize for participation. So you're building so much confidence that people, kids don't actually learn how to deal with setbacks and obstacles but is that no see the thing is is that if you're a helicopter parent you're not really instilling confidence in your child what you're saying is this isn't good enough let's get it to good enough but i'm gonna do it for you so that's not really you're not instilling self-confidence in that child that child is now learning that oh they can run to mommy and daddy pardon they can run to mommy and daddy yes not even even just run to mommy and daddy but more like I don't have the initiative or the ability to actually carry this That's actually out. a good point. I have to run to mommy and daddy. That's true. So rather so, than instilling confidence, it's basically saying you can't do anything without me. Exactly. Oh, that's actually, I never thought of that one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like, so this entire, like, helicopter parenting, co- like, increasing confidence in children, I don't mm. think it actually is. I have a feeling that it's actually undermining children's self-confidence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. I actually hadn't thought of it that way. So, yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> it says old people can't change their minds. <laughs> still learn something new every single day. <laughs> um, no, but, but then, you know, that also brings me to the fact that how much responsibility do you have to develop confidence and build confidence within yourself? Mm. Do you need external validation and people to take that responsibility to instill that confidence in you, to foster that in you. What does that... Okay. Walk Do you know what I mean? through that. I'm not understanding. Okay. Not so I think like what I mean is like, you know, you're saying that, oh, you know, it's because their confidence is fostered from a very young age. Yeah. Well, what if you're really pretty and that confidence isn't fostered? Oh, what happens in those instances? Or like, as in, what if, like, where's your self-accountability for it? Like, where is it that you know, I'm going to develop my own confidence. Like, it doesn't matter what other people say. I'm mm-hmm. still good enough. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So where does that come in? I don't know. I mean, like, it's, it's really person, it's really person dependent, right? It's very yeah. individual dependent, I guess. Like, I guess my issue is, is that can we just provide the tools to people yep. for them to do what they want, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because I think, I guess what my issue is, is that like, <sighs> And once again, I'm going back to media, but like for the longest time, you know, women's self-confidence was undermined. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You, um, you don't, you know, you don't look good. You need to do these things in order to look better. Like, and when you, when you're constantly hearing that from all sides, like what kind of effect does that have on you? Right. And how, how does it like what kind of trajectory does your life have when your internal monologue is always something like, no, I can be better. This is, this is not my best self. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean like, and and part of that is the policing. Like this is what I, this This is is what what comes back to. Back to like, I, I think that society in general polices women very harshly and like, we really need to, like to take, like to really take a like a a look at our own thinking and to see how we're fostering that kind of thinking in our like actions and in our speech, right? But that's true. So coming back to the concept of being uncomfortable, yeah, is it because we expect the policing? 
that were uncomfortable with it? Maybe. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. Like, I mean, is it like, had there been no policing? Like, maybe is that why men in general tend to be less affected? Maybe. By aging? Because they're not policed in any shape or form? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a, that's an entire, that's an interesting, that's a really interesting thing to think about. It's true. Like, how often do men get told that, you know, don't wear this if you're that old. Yeah. Don't go after this. Yeah. The only, the only way that I've ever sensed policing in men, this is the only time, Mm -hmm. and it's like, kind of like the butt of a joke. And at the same time, but at the same time, it's kind of like a, oh, ha, ha, but then that's just how they are type thing, is um, in the way that we, quote unquote, police divorced, divorced middle-aged men. Say more? Yeah. So, you know, like it's the cliche, right? Like, mm-hmm. man gets married, has kids, hits 50, realizes that he doesn't like his life the way he, it is, divorces. <laughs> Decides to, like, dress, like, no, maybe he's balding, decides to put on a toupee, and then, like, <laughs> get the, you know, the the, por- the the yellow Porsche convertible, and then, like, start dating, like, a woman who's, like, at least, like, who's, like, who might be even, like, half the age of his daughter. So, like, you know, like, that's <laughs> each of his daughter. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's the only time. <laughs> That I have ever sensed policing around male behavior. Is it policing or more like a funny stereotype? Like people just find it funny and they laugh about it. Yeah. I, it, but that's what it is, right? It's mm-hmm. just like, a, oh, haha, this is a cliche. Yeah, I guess it's not really, po- but it is kind of policing in a way because yeah. like, nobody wants to be that divorced male stereotype. And no? yet they all go for it. <laughs> no. <laughs> ever stopped other men from following suit no no i'm just joking of course not all men do that (laughs) it just feels like it (laughs) maybe we're just meeting a lot of them (laughs) oh gosh oh no no that's just funny no i'm um yeah no (laughs) on that note no no it's true but like but in the sense like i do agree it's not true policing because it's not like you're seeing all these men's magazines going don't be the divorced dad stereotype you know mm-hmm. like it's it's just kind of like a, oh ha ha yeah. let's like make a sitcom comedy around this and like yeah yeah it's 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 the equivalent of like oh look at him he's so dumb he wore like socks with his sandals yes he doesn't yeah. know any better yeah yeah a whole bless his heart situation yes <laughs> Uh, wait, why did this become an, a gender, uh, you know, a gender-based topic? Um, you know, I think on that note, <laughs> I think that's it for today in terms of. Yeah, I think so. I think I mean, obviously, it's something that we'll probably revisit in other ways. But yeah. we just wanted to set the tone because there's so many topics here that we've covered today that I feel like we need to unpack each one separately because and we need to um bring some of our friends in because i feel (laughs) like it would be funny to hear their perspective on each of those topics yes you know so yeah so we should um circle back yeah Yeah, sort of take and bring them up bring them in um but until then like you know um thank you for listening to does this make me look old Uh, follow us on instagram and twitter you know we'll be setting up our 
website soon. Um, and in the meantime, stay young, stay old. Uh, <laughs> you do you. You do you. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>